Hello, everyone. You are listening to podcast number 14. Welcome to Inspiring Women Revolution. On this podcast, we talk about breaking the cycle. Here, we talk about the importance of supporting each other as women. Here, we inspire each other to stand tall, find our strengths, and succeed to where we want to be. We encourage each other constantly to better our lives, along with sharing our downfalls that helps make us reach further to achieve our goals. We all have our stories, and these stories are what makes us real, raw, and honest. Our stories are being told for you. Our goal is to help you see that no matter the drama in your life, your goals are attainable. Inspiring Women Revolution, building up relationships with you. Leanne is an LA-based dating and relationship coach for single parents, offering guidance on how to shift your mindset about dating. She will show you how to gain clarity for yourself, identify fears holding you back, and how to take conscious, intentional action. We will also be touching upon your dating mindset during these times. So without further ado, Please welcome my good friend, Leanne Lazar. Hello, Leanne. Hello, Ari. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Leanne and I have been friends for quite a few years now, and uh, our our relationship developed uh, a few years ago when our kids started soccer. I mean, soccer is like, correct me if I'm wrong, Leanne, but I'll tell you, that is the one sport that you literally meet almost all your friends from. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very yes, soccer moms. Yes, <laughs> we do. Soccer moms, here we come. I really do appreciate you coming on because I know that dating is a large factor in so many people's lives and especially nowadays trying to find the right person to date. So I would love for you to fill us in a little bit on how Leanne Lazar connects people to their truth. Yes, yes, it is. Dating and relationships, uh, especially, you know, what I focus on is helping single parents, you know, find love again and find connection. And it's about really tapping into who you are right now, where you are today. I know for myself, I came through, as you know, a divorce and it helped me, you know, it, it looking back on it now, it was one of the biggest blessings that could have happened in my life. And I was able to, you know, move through that in, in a conscious way and a way that, you know, allowed me to thrive and move forward and step into the space of being a dating coach and working on relationships. So what I really sort of practice for myself and also teach is finding clarity with where you are right now. And there's at least three steps to really start off um, in gaining that, you know, usually people are uncertain about, you know, really the biggest question that I get is, you know, how can I get a different result in my life? How can I attract the person that I really want to date? And, you know, the answer to that for, for my experience is finding clarity and really looking inward, finding your why, why, why you are doing things you're doing. What is it that brings you joy in your life? 
all of those things. And then really stepping into uh, identifying your fears. You know, what's holding you back? What's standing in your way? I mean, we have a myriad of those in our lives every single day, and especially layer that with being a parent, being a single parent, and really uh, looking at what those are and then creating an action plan. And I call it a personal belief plan. Um, these are really skills and, and you know, we, we apply plans of action in our business life, in our education, in our school, but we don't apply it personally. And it mm-hmm. is a really solid way of having control, getting grounded and moving forward. If you don't take action in something, like you're not going to meet somebody willing it to come to you as you sit in your home or you sit in your apartment <laughs> right. and, and, and visualize it constantly. You, you do have to actually take action and, and do it. So um, those are s- sort of the steps in the flow that, that I take people through in order to get them closer to their partner. Wow, that's amazing. And I, you know, it's, it's so interesting, because when you go back to a time when, you know, before kids, before really being able to change where you are in your chapter, I mean, I look back at our parents era, and I, you know, our parents stayed together. Now, whether mm-hmm. that was right or wrong, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, people, our chapters change. And I, I feel like too, part of dating or parting part of being a single parent is allowing yourself to forgive yourself for the relationship that didn't work. Yes. And I would imagine there's a lot of healing there that mm-hmm. you have to allow yourself to get through to get to the next step. A hundred percent. And there's forgiveness as well. I mean, that is forgiving. Like you were just saying, forgiving yourself, forgiving, um, the actual, idea or the the failure, so to speak, that everyone thinks that the that they have failed if they are going through a divorce or they have gotten divorced. Taking it back to what you just said with our parents, you know, socially and consciously there was not an acceptance. You know, it wasn't an option. If you got divorced, I think predominantly most people were were sort of shunned or alienated because the dynamic at that time is family. I mean, if you think about all the television shows that were there, they were all family centered. And if you didn't fit into what that idea was, then you were sort of an outcast or a rogue or, you know, things like that. And I think that, um, quite frankly, I think we're probably the, the last generation of people's parents who in mass stayed together. I mean, we live in LA. I think the number is 70% of the population here is divorced. Wow. The culture is different. We wear many hats. We're, we're talking about that. We're, we're moms. We're, you know, I'm a coach. You, you know, we're business owners. We, we do a lot of things. And finding that clarity in all aspects of your life, you know, as a mother, you know, why do I do the things I do? I do them to provide a healthy and supportive, loving, creative environment for my kids, you know, my why as a coach is to help people get the different results and the results that they want in their life. And then again, as a partner, you know, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? You know, I want a supportive and loving relationship and have open and clear communication. So when you really nail down the why uh, and you get very clear about that, things just fall into place because you're intentional about what you're doing and you're intentional about the actions that you're taking. So it does, it supersedes everything in your life. 
do you find uh, i'm not sure if you work with a lot of men and if you do do you find more men opening up to be willing to find their why and get to this clarity because it's just not it's not in their human nature obviously to be as communicative right or are right well i will say in my experience i actually do work with a lot of men and they, I do, I work with a lot of men. Um, I have found them to be very open. Um, I do work with people over the phone. It is not a face to face. And for me, I have found they're more open when they're not visually looking at you. So they can allow themselves to go deeper and cry if they need to, or get angry if they need to, um, and really start to, uh, to share. So, I think that for me, the, the men that I do work with, um, they don't have the skill set or the tools to get clear. You know, they are d- a little different from us where we are sort of nurtured, whether it's in a healthy way or not, in our emotional life as a, f- as a female. Mm-hmm. Men don't really have that. Most men don't grow up with that opportunity or that that. Uh, ability to tap into it. They may be emotional beings, but they don't, or they're, or they're not allowed to really express it in a certain way. They, they're kind of are on the track of being the provider to, to take care of and sort of problem solve. And so their emotional life just, they're, they're, it's sort of uh, not developed in a way that um, they are in their lives at this point. So I, I find that they are very open and they're ready. They're ready for something new. They're ready for a different result. And they are tired of distracting or not really dealing with how they're feeling. That's amazing. I actually have heard that both from my ex-husband and my, my current guy who it is, you know, we joke about it, but, or they joke about it. I should say that they literally just don't have, they don't have those skills. They don't have the ability we call multitasking or oscillating women can do that very, very well. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've always broke it down to, I love, and I just want to be clear too about this is I love the relationship between men and women and mm-hmm. or just relationships in general. So, um, and to also be open as a woman on the flip side is because we do have the skill set. How can we be more kind or more patient or more gentle when it comes to allowing men to be able to express themselves. Exactly. And I think we also are raised with the idea that men have the answers and they have this, this sort of bravado, uh, uh, false sense of what they, what women are looking for. And in turn, I think women have a false sense of what men are looking for. And so that's where that breakdown of emotional connection really happens is allowing the vulnerability and the trust to build. You know, I know early in my dating life before I was married, my idea of people and men in my life, you know, were to have strength and have the answers and to guide and to, to show me the way when quite frankly, I knew the way the whole time, <laughs> all along oh, yeah, and, and coming together. And I think that, you know, in your thirties and your forties, as you have developed an experienced life, I think it's more important to come together as two holes coming together instead of being completed with someone. 
And it's just not something that you really are capable of when you're, when you're really young because you haven't experienced and you're, you're not sure where you are anyway. Um, and as you get older, you know, you have more sense of yourself. You have the things that you like. You know the things that you don't like. And so developing that and really spending time and sitting in that space just allows you to sort of activate yourself in a different way so that, you know, you can attract people that are like-minded in that way and, and just look at people differently so that when you're in that relationship and you, whether it's a new, you know, new path or you've been in it for a while or, or whatever, you're really looking at each other through different eyes and a different perspective. Gaining clarity is really looking hard at yourself and the things that you're doing and the way that you think about things that don't really serve you any longer. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think this is a lot of conversation that you and I have had very frequently, which is, you know, really letting go and releasing the things that, you know, you've habitually done that don't serve you where you are today. Oh, just releasing it, True. just letting it go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and moving past. But unless you actually know how to do that for yourself, it's just an idea. Right, right. And, and, I, and I find that too. What is, do you get one question that uh, a lot that you might hear from, you know, people that are, are, that work with you where you go, this is my one biggest question, how or why or what's wrong with me? Or, <laughs> you know. Right, right. I think for me, it's, it's most people want to know how to change the way they think about things. Like they don't come to me with that question, but it's like they want a different result in their life. They don't know how to get there. And so I think the hardest people, the, the hardest thing for people to change is your thought pattern. And mm-hmm. so we really start there. Um, changing your thoughts, uh, sort of taking the idea of decluttering your mind and, and clearing your thoughts um, so that you can sort of focus on the things that you know you do want. So, you know, I, I help people being clarity that way through the practices that I teach them. And I think that's really the biggest question is how do I change my habits? How do I change things to get a different result? It is habitual. You have to do it every day to change the button, to change your reactive nature, I feel like, because I am one of those people that had to do that. Yes. And, and I am as well. And that's really, um, it's a, it's a change in, in your patterns. It's a change in how you conduct yourself. And that that's a hundred percent true. The practices that I, that I do for myself is what I, you know, teach and what I share and it works, but people also think that things are going to take a long time. And the truth is they only take as long as you're willing to commit to and Mm. believe. And if you believe something is hard, if you think something is hard, then it will be hard. If you believe it to be easy or that you can do it and you can get through it, it won't take that long. Thank you so much, Leanne. You are so insightful. This has been a wonderful conversation and there is so much more with Leanne coming up on our Aloha Life Coaching site. We have more on relationships, relationship renewal, dating, and divorce. But for now, I hope you can give this podcast a review and share with others and check out alohalifecoaching.com 
for much more content. Hope you have a great day and I can't wait till next week.